listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business. I'm your host, Ty Brown of SixFigureDogBusiness.com. Now, this is the show where we teach you how to start or grow your pet-related business to a healthy six-figure per year profit. Now, today's show is going to have us speaking with our guest, Rick Clark of the Barking Zone Dog Daycare. Now, if you're a vet's office looking for new sources of revenue or if you're any other business owner looking to create lucrative relationships with other business owners, then this is the show you're going to want to listen to. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Rick. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Petco. Where the pets go. Petco. Where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco to get these awesome deals go to petcodeals.com that's petcodeals.com petco where the pets go i'm not much of a reader but i do wish i were more well read there are so many great books coming out i wish i could find a way to keep up audible.com makes it easy to stay well informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening audiobooks from audible turn downtime into uptime you'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, we're back. And so with us today, we've got Rick Clark of the Barking Zone Dog Daycare. First of all, thanks for being on the show, Rick. Thanks for coming. Well, thanks for having me. And so when I first met you and we started talking, I realized that you had such a unique business that I wanted to get you on the show because I think... uh, that what you have, like I mentioned in the intro, what you have can be a big boon to vet's offices, number one. Uh, but number two, even if someone doesn't own a vet's office, that you know whether it's a dog trainer, pet sitter, dog walker, whomever, they can take a lot from your experience. And so why don't you just give us a brief who you are, what your business is, and what you guys do. Okay. Well, I guess if you'd like a little bit of the history, I guess uh, I remember it was probably 1994, 1995. I remember seeing one of those uh, dog daycare and, uh, you know, boarding facilities. I think it was on Animal, animal Planet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, you know, telling my mom, I was like, I'm going to open up one of those when I get out of college. And uh, the day I got out of college in 2001, I started looking for buildings. I mean, every day. I even had a couple realtors 
trying to help me out to find a building, and we kept running into the same situation that uh, if the building was zoned for dogs, the owners wouldn't allow it, or vice versa. If uh, the owners would allow it, it wouldn't be zoned for uh, dogs to do what we wanted to in there. And as well, too, in you know 2001, uh, the daycare business isn't as big as it is nowadays, you know. But with that, we just kept shooting and shooting for businesses. And it's literally after two years of kept trying, of you know, keep looking and looking at buildings. I was like, you know, the veterinary clinic that I take my dogs to is a big, you know, outstanding, you know, veterinary clinic. It's called Windmill Animal Clinic here in Birmingham. And I, uh, you know, I was like, I'm going to get a job there. I'm going to get to know everybody there. I'm going to get to show my loyalty, show my hard work, show that I go above and beyond and, you know, try to sell it to them because I knew that they had some extra space in the back. And mm-hmm. uh, so I said, I don't remember how long, it was probably eight months, a year. I worked in the kennel just, you know, getting to meet everybody and become friends. And uh, so then, you know, after about a year or so, I went in to have a meeting with the doctors, the owners, and went to sell them on. I had a business plan, everything. Went to sell it to them, and they told me no. And uh, they, you know, weren't interested, and uh, it just didn't sound like something that would fit. And so, uh, you know, just laid off for a while, and then it was probably, I don't know, six months later or so, they go, okay, well, we'll, we'll give you a shot, and we'll try this out. And uh, so, you know, kept it going. And, you know, three years later, which I've been here almost uh, nine years, and uh, three years later, you know, both owners came to me and said, this is the best thing we've ever done. And I'm like, I know it is. And uh, because it's it's done, I mean, it's been such a win-win situation for their clinic. And uh, so with that, I saw what it has done to their clinic that, I mean, it's like other veterinary clinics need to have this same experience because there's uh, so much one competition coming out out uh, everywhere with all these daycare and boarding facilities. I mean, they're popping up everywhere, and that's taking their clients. I mean, how are they going to keep their clients to stay with them while they're there spending the night? I mean, how are you going to make happy dogs and let them, you know, have some fun? And so that's where I created this system with, uh, you know, the system of uh, having, you know, a daycare at veterinary clinics so, you know, the dogs won't be going elsewhere and they'll be staying there, which helps increase their revenue as well. And that's, you know, that in a nutshell, what you just said there was was what I found so unique. It's such a simple concept, but, you know, years ago, I actually was in the same boat, and I didn't come up with the brilliant idea that you did, but years ago, came up with, you know, I wanted to do a daycare to kind of complement our training business, and we couldn't find the zoning. You know, everywhere that we wanted to be, you know, the zoning wasn't right, and everywhere where we didn't want to be, the zoning was okay. And so that's where I just thought it was brilliant that you, you know, you put together the resources, a company that's already in business a company that's already successful, a company that already has a client list, and you just come in and say, hey, let's get you some more revenue, and I'll take some revenue in the, in the process. And so that style of joint venture is where I hope we could talk about today. And that's where I say, if you're a dog trainer, pet sitter, dog walker, veterinary office, wherever, that's where I want you to take information from today is how to set up relationships like this. So, so since you set up that first one, I know you've got others currently right now, don't you? Correct, yeah. We have two franchises out here in Alabama so far and looking to just grow. Okay. And actually, that's one thing for those listening. We're going to talk about that later. If you like what Rick is saying and you want to be involved with this franchise, we'll talk about that later. And so you've got two other locations. Are they doing as well as the first location or or how do they stand? Uh, They're still growing. They're doing... uh they're not as busy as I am in Birmingham, but uh, they are growing. One of them's a brand new clinic that just opened up probably three months ago. And so, so far, they're both steadily growing, yes. They're doing pretty good. 
So let me ask you about your mindset a little bit, because here I am listening to your story, and I'm thinking, okay, here's this recent college graduate working in a kennel, uh, you know, probably making barely above minimum wage, and here he goes to these established business owners who are successful, who went, who have these advanced degrees, went to college forever, and here you're a recent graduate. What was your mindset going in and pitching them on this idea? Um, my mindset was, was I just knew this was what I wanted to do, and I knew what it could do for them. I just, you know, had in my head and saw the vision that I knew that, you know, opening a daycare there, that it would, you know, I mean, to make it simple, I knew that it would increase their profits. I knew that it would grow their, you know, client base. I knew that one, it would enhance their image in the community because there's so many veterinary clinics, I mean, on every road. I mean, the main street I'm on, there's three veterinary clinics on that road. Well, how do you make yourself different? As well as, you know, one of the most uh, important things, it makes going to the veterinary clinic a fun thing to do. And that's for the client as well as the patient. If, you know, I mean, I used to see dogs that used to be scared or coming in the door nervous, and now they're running through the door. And when you see, you know, a smile on the mom's face of, uh, you know, seeing uh, their dog more excited to see me than them, I mean, you know, you have a win-win situation right there. And so you hit the nail on the head, and that's something we've talked about on this show numerous times. You know, if you're competing with somebody based on we have this, you have this, we charge this, you charge that, if you're competing based on those kind of dynamics, you end up looking the same as everyone else, and you end up trying to compete with everyone based on price. But if you're different, if you offer a different service, if you're unique, then you know price becomes less of an issue. And so, well, speaking of which, you know, this is an add-on service. And so, how do you guys compare in price to you know to another daycare or to? I mean, are you competitive? Are you less? Are you more? How does that work? Yeah, we're really actually right in the middle. Um, there's, I mean, a few uh, veterinary clinics here that they have, you know, their own daycares and they have their own training centers here. And uh, that, you know, so, so they add the training, whichever, so they have combined package. So some of theirs are a little more expensive than me. But, I mean, I'm right in the middle of everybody. I'm not the cheapest, but I'm not the most expensive. But the thing about my daycare, which is makes mine different compared to the other daycares that these vets clinics that have them or even other boarding facilities around here is mine's all day play and there's a lot of them uh, that are not all day play they'll have like 15 minute groups so there's some you know clinics that you know have a two hour play session and that's not daycare to me you're paying for your dog to play you're not paying paying for them to be stuck in a cage half the time they're there they want and that's what the owners want they want their dogs to be out playing all day long and so that's what you know we offer is you know all day play let me ask you, what was you know one of the biggest hurdles? So when you were trying to put together this relationship, what was one of the biggest things that was a sticking point or difficult for you to get over? Uh, the main thing I would say, I mean, is, is the trust issue because, I mean, they have to trust you. You're going in and they already have, you know, they already have their image out there. They already have people who trust their business. They already have a good reputation. And someone could go in there and start something and six months later say, this isn't what I want to do. Or, you know, they're not making the income they want to and they just leave. And that hurts the veterinary clinic as well, you know, as yourself as well as the veterinary clinic because people will start complaining to the doctors. They'll start complaining to the staff and that's, and so it's a risk for the veterinary clinics to take on board somebody. And so that's where you have to show and prove that you're loyal, that you uh, are not there just to, uh, you know, make something happen and go. I mean, you're there, you're loyal, and you want to be a part of their business because it's a win-win situation. If you succeed, they succeed, and vice versa. The, the big main thing is, you know, trust. You have to have, you know, uh, mutual goals to grow each other's businesses, and it's just it's to make it a win-win situation. That's a good point because you're right. I mean, because uh, you were essentially asking this veterinary office to change a big part of how they do business. 
to charge a whole new price for a whole new service, you know, to do something that they'd never done before. And so would you say, I mean, obviously you worked there for eight months. Did you get a good chance to know them? Is that how they trusted you or was there something else that you did that earned their trust? Yeah, it was pretty much mostly just working there and just showing that I'm a, you know, a hard loyal worker and, you know, going above and beyond. And that's what, you know, it sets you apart of, you know, you doing the extra and going above and beyond. And that, you know, eventually goes you know, goes a long way where you're not there just to, you know, make your buck. You're there to improve their business. You're there to show that you're an asset to their business. And what business owner isn't going to recognize, you know, somebody who wants to be an asset to their business. And they want to uh, listen to them and, you know, believe in them. And that's how it works. You just have to show you're an asset. You know, and, and I think I want to pause right there and highlight what you just said, because that right there is just a little nugget that if everyone can take that, that's going to be huge for setting up their own joint ventures. Because the way that I see most people attempt to do this is most people, you know, I'll take my industry, dog trainers. You know, most dog trainers walk into the vet's office and they say, you know, essentially what they're saying is, I want you to improve my business. I want to put my cards down. I want to put my flyers down. And I want you to recommend me. And so they're not being as brazen as that. But essentially, that's what they're doing. They're not coming in offering anything. They're not coming in and saying, here's what I can do for you. They're coming in and saying, here's what I want you to do for me think about it. You know, if you're any business owner and someone's coming to you with that proposition of, hey, you know, you've created this wonderful business and you've got all this clientele. Now I want you to put it to work for me. That's not a very attractive, you know, that's not an attractive uh, proposition for most business owners. And so, so yeah, I mean, do you have any advice? Like, let's say, you know, let's say a, a groomer wants to form a relationship with a trainer or a vet's office wants to form a relationship with a dog walking company. I mean, what advice do you have for gaining that respect and trust so that you can move forward on a, on having this joint venture? I guess the thing I can just think of is just, you know, mutual goals, having something in common, the wanting to work with that company or those people. I mean, you have to get along and you have to believe in each other's businesses and you have to want to refer to each other's businesses. And it's all about just trust and, you know, wanting to help another business grow. And the more you help their business grow, the more your business will grow and the more they will want to help your business grow. It's not the me, me, me. It's what can I do for you? And then and by it, you'll get the same thing in return. And before you know it, you'll start growing and have a great business. You know, that's a great point. Yeah, there's a there's a quote, and I'm just paraphrasing it because I don't remember it word for word, but Zig Ziglar, you know, the famous sales trainer, said something to the effect of what you just said. He said, you know, if anything you want in life, you can have it if you help enough people get what they want in life. And so, you know, the same is true in our business world that if we help other people get their goals, which is more clients, more revenue, et cetera, it helps with our goals. And so, all right, so a lot of people, when they set up these relationships, I know a lot of people, myself included, we can sometimes be lazy and we want to do a set it and forget it, you know, where we get the relationship and we're done. I want to go on a break here in a second, but I want to come back and I want to talk to you and figure out how do we not only set up this relationship, which you've helped us understand, but make sure that it's a long-term relationship that continues to bring revenue. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart... We have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. 
PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, which you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T. Welcome to GoDaddy.com's Internet Cloud. First, get your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Then, make your business and personal Internet dreams come true. Go to GoDaddy.com. Use promo code SFDB101. Get a .com domain name for just $7.49. SFDB102 for 10% off your order. SFDB103 for $5 off $30 or more on any items. Or SFDB104 for 20% off one-year hosting plan. GoDaddy.com. Domains, websites, and everything in between. Hi, this is Tim Link, host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Join me as we feature interviews with best-selling pet-related authors, award-winning writers, journalists, and bloggers. And we'll tell stories about the animals and interesting topics about the animals in our lives. Each of the interviews will give you a first-hand knowledge about why the authors and writers chose a particular story, what the feature animals meant to them, and what has become of those animals that we've talked about. And of course, I'll also share stories from my own books, blogs, articles, and experiences. So be sure to join me and the writers and authors on Animal Rights. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Radio. <laughs> okay, and we're back. And in the last section, we were talking here with Rick Clark of the Barking Zone Dog Daycare. We we're talking with him about how he set up the relationship with the vet's office, uh, tips that you could do to set up relationships with other complimentary businesses. And what I led with in saying was the nature that we have as people, myself included, is to often be lazy. Again, I'm going to take my industry. A lot of dog trainers, they show up one day at a vet's office. They've never met the veterinarian and they say, hey, here's some brochures. We're a great dog training company. Thanks. And they drop them off and then they never go back. And so here they want this established company to recommend them, but they didn't even take the time to make sure that they're turning this into an actual relationship. So what did you do to form you know, a long-term relationship, not just get this going, but actually form a long-term relationship where now you're in 10, 11 years? What advice do you have there? I'm trying to think of, uh, I mean, I can just really say, you know, the story of me, you know, starting here at working at the, um, uh, the veterinary clinic of how it, you know, with the long-term relationship really was the trust because when I first opened the barking zone here and then, you know, a year later, I became their kennel manager and then I worked with their kennel manager for four years and then I was like, well, I want to start continuing to grow my business. And so I kind of already had that 
long-term uh, working relationship with them as in being their employee and then being a business owner there as well as, you know, an employee and a business owner there. So that is uh, kind of how me just personally grew my long-term relationship with them is just working there and uh, getting to know them and have uh, me uh, trust them. Uh, with, you know, our uh, franchises, you know, how I kind of keep in touch with them as we just coordinate parties throughout the year because there's as you know there's always a holiday every other month or this sort of thing and so that's how I just keep in communication with them so I'm not listing and leaving them so it's like hey we got this party coming up we'll send you the supplies to make it a success so you always have a reason to keep in touch with them. And that's huge because, and that's just it. I think you hit the nail on the head by saying just keep in touch with them. You know, when you show up and you want to create a relationship, you know, relationship isn't, hey, nice to meet you. We've got a relationship now. You know, relationship is like any living thing that needs to be nurtured and grown and, you know, cared for. Otherwise, it just goes away. And that's where I say I fall into that trap myself. I can think of, you know, there's a couple groomers that we used to work with that we don't work with so much anymore. And it's all my fault. I'm, you know, I've been too lazy to, to keep up the relationships but now you've had the advantage of being able to go into work there every day but for those uh, in other industries you know it's, it's something that you want to put on your calendar it's something that you want to make sure that you're taking time for you know to create these relationships and nurture these relationships and so has that taken away from and you opening up franchises and you op- offering this opportunity to other people to do this has that taken away from your ability to service your customers where you where you are currently uh, sometimes yes but but all a lot of my clients are all loyal. I know most, I mean, all my clients. And uh, so there's a day or two I'm not here, but, you know, they're all happy with it because I have great employees that love the dogs as much as I do. And that's just uh, what you got to find is people who can help you out so you can get a way to try to help grow, you know, your business. But and also, all, I couldn't tell you how many of my clients are excited about it and tell me, hey, you need to open up one here and you need to open up one here because it's more convenient over in this area. And, and they want me to expand. They want me to grow. Like, I, I don't even have one client that's complaining about not wanting this to grow because they know what it's done to uh, the clinic I'm at now, and they love it. Well, and speaking of which, how big is Birmingham? You know, you're in Birmingham, Alabama. How big is that area? Uh, I mean, really big. I mean, Birmingham, it's one big area. you got, like, Chelsea, Trussell. I mean, it's one just huge all-around area, but everyone, like, even Chelsea, you just say it's Birmingham. I mean, it's uh, I couldn't even tell you, but I couldn't even tell you how big. It's very big, though, very big. And it takes you 30 minutes to get everywhere you want to go. So nothing much is convenient. So that's the thing. If, you know, you could have one over in this area, you know, 15-mile radius. Because most of them, even this is like with the veterinary clinics, is, you know, their major, most of their, um, you know, uh, most of their clientele is a five-mile radius. And so that's where, you know, you got to look at saying, well, hey, if we're here, then we could go, you know, 15 miles down that way, whichever, because you don't want to step on any toes. But, but uh, it, it's a big area. And that was my next question there is, uh, you know, for somebody listening to this and liking the idea, but they're like, well, I don't live in a big Birmingham. I don't live in a big market. Is this something that can be done in small market or, or medium market? Uh, it could be done in a small, medium market. We're uh, open in Jasper, Alabama uh, now, and that's, you know, it's a, it's a small area. And, uh, I mean, it can be anywhere. I mean, uh, you know as well as I know how uh, the dog business is booming, and it, it can be anywhere. So are there any uh, unique marketing things that you guys do to bring in customers? Uh, well, that's kind of the one beauty about the system is no, not really. I mean, my really marketing of what we do, it's all pretty much inside. I mean, of course, who isn't using, you know, Facebook and Twitter uh, to help, you know, 
free marketing for your business, and you know people love that. But as well as my main marketing is you know the receptionist up front, and you know I have like a poster up front with the TV going of you know the dogs playing, and uh, that's my marketing. I mean, there's already dogs walking in. I've spent money on marketing; it's never really worked, and it's just you know all about word of mouth sending home a happy, tired dog, which is what we do, and uh, word of mouth and the receptionist saying, hey, are you coming into, uh, you know, board? Well, why don't you play for a half day today? You know, a half day while you're here. You coming for a bath? We'll play. And that's where it increases, the, you know, because um, that's what's a win-win, and you want to increase their business as well as yours. Hey, I'm coming for a bath. We'll let them play for a half day and get a bath that afternoon so everyone makes money. And that's where I market. It's all about, you know, uh, keeping the receptionist happy to them, sell it up front when clients are walking in the door. Well, and I think you're right. That's the beauty of what you do, you know, with a joint venture, because oftentimes, boy, you know, when I consult with clients about how to grow their businesses, oftentimes they're trying everything they can think of and they're getting outside of the box and they're, oh, let me do refrigerator magnets and let me do this type of thing. And, you know, they're just trying whatever they can do to do marketing. Whereas what you've discovered with this is you've just kept it simple. You know, you've found somebody that already has a plug into your, you know, into the customers that you already want to be speaking to. And you just tap into that steady stream of clients that they've already got to add to your client base. And so, again, that's what I want to get across to people listening to this. The beauty of the joint ventures, it makes things so much easier for you. I mean, if you were starting out just on your own, if you had got that building, and uh, you got the zoning and you started doing it on your own, you were starting from scratch if you do that. Whereas what you did in partnering with the vet's office is you started with a built-in client base and started making revenue probably you know, right from the get-go. How long would you say it took you to get up and going and, and feeling you know, really good that business was thriving? It did take actually a while. I mean, I remember my first day and uh, the three dogs that came and played. And, uh, but I had three dogs my first day and uh, haven't had less since I've been open. But it took... It took a good year, year and a half or so, but after three years, I really felt really comfortable with the business and thinking that I could do something with it. But with that said is that, you know, the daycare wasn't as big out in 2001 as it is now, and it's a lot more open and people understand it a lot more than they did, you know, in the earlier days. So, I mean, I believe that they can be more success at a quicker rate. But after, I mean, after a year, though, I knew I had something going because all the holidays were busy, then it would die down some during the week. And then, you know, like I said, there's always a holiday coming up. So that kept me going. And then, but after three years, it really did, uh, you know, it started working. And that's the thing. And you don't, maybe you're not comparing it to other people, but I've spoken with a lot of uh, kennel owners and daycare owners, and a lot of them, it takes them much longer than that to get going. You know, the last one I spoke to, in fact, we were looking at maybe buying his business, but the last one I spoke to, you know, he wasn't five, six years into it before he finally started feeling comfortable. And even then, you know, it was a bit of a struggle. And so that's where I say you being able to tap in from day one and day one, sure, it's only three dogs, but that's better than uh, a kick in the teeth because, you know, a lot of people probably start their daycare with zero dogs because, you know, they got to get the ball rolling. In fact, I did, you know, I showed up at a daycare here recently that was new and it had two dogs there and they've been going for a few months. So anyways, like I say, I know that the struggles a lot of people have when they're going on it, you know, doing it on their own. And so for you to come in, you know, with a trusted partner already, that's, I mean, that's just great. And so, well, cool. So like I say, I just thought your your business was so unique, so interesting, so simple in concept, but uh, such a great way for vets, you know, to make more money and to expand their company. And so we mentioned earlier that you're franchising. And so if someone's interested in a franchise, if someone's interested in doing this in their vet's office or expanding by doing this, what's the best way that they can get in touch with you? 
So they can reach me, uh, of course, on my cell phone, which is uh, 205-296-0855. That's uh, 205-296-0855. Or they can uh, reach me. Uh, my home location is thebarkingzone.com. And the uh, franchise website is, of course, Barking Zone for short. That's thebz.com. Thebz.com is where people can go and check out the information? Mm-hmm, correct. And thebarkingzone.com. Okay. And if someone listening to this lives outside of your franchising area, will you do consulting? I mean, uh, is there other ways that you can help them get up and going? Correct. Yeah, I'd be happy to do some consulting. Okay. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Rick. Any other parting advice you know, for people you know, looking to set up joint ventures or people looking to you know, grow their business through these alliances? Any other advice for, for these folks? Uh, really, I can just think of is just uh, you know have your goals in mind, have you know dream it and live it and have fun and make other people money and you can make money in the same. Because that's what I'm doing. I dreamed it and now I'm doing it. So. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Rick. I appreciate it a ton. All right, thank you very much. And if you have any questions or any ideas for the show, just email me at ty at petliferadio.com and we'll get back to you right away. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Let's talk pets every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.